Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, Brian Davis here from Spark Rental. So let me know where you're tuning in from as you join us. I always love to hear that stuff. It makes it feel like it's more of a dialogue here and not just a, a monologue. So last week about creative and safe house hacking tactics during COVID-19, during the pandemic, because let's be honest, not all house hacking tactics have been as uh, tempting <laughs> uh, during the pandemic as they normally are. This week, we're talking all about how a Biden presidency uh, tax changes would affect you as a real estate investor. And yes, you know, there's some inherent politics here, but we're going to keep it very neutral and politics free. You know, this is this is not a political platform, of course. (laughs) This is a place to talk about real estate. So Biden is leading in most national polls. So it looks ever more likely, as we're just a couple weeks away from the election, that we will have a new president come January. And he has proposed some pretty significant tax changes, uh, many of which would affect real estate investors. So we're just going to go through a quick summary of the specific tax policy changes that he's proposed that would impact real estate investors. We're not going to go through all of his tax changes or proposed tax changes. That would take way too long. Um, But we're going to go through the highlights of the ones that will or would affect real estate investors if they come to pass. So I'm going to dive right in here and jump in with a higher maximum income tax rate. So the highest income tax rate currently Again, this is all the federal level. You know, every state has their own income tax rates. Uh, but right now, the highest income tax rate is 37%. And uh, Biden would like to re-raise that back up to 39.6%, which is what it was previously under the Obama administration. Uh, it was dropped from 39.6% to 37% in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. So... Uh, again, this is the top income tax bracket, and this would be this would only affect taxpayers earning more than four hundred thousand dollars a year. the The sister change to this proposed tax rule is that, in addition to the higher federal income tax rate, these higher earners would also be subject to paying social security taxes on their income over four hundred thousand dollars. Right now, people only pay social security taxes on their first $137,700 of income, and then it disappears. This would reinstate the social security tax on on income above $400,000 for higher earners. So uh, double whammy there for higher earners. Uh, Again, this is for people earning more than $400,000. So it does not affect most Americans, but it does affect some. So worth being uh, worth mentioning there. So um, Michelle says that she's having trouble hearing me. Um, let me know if anyone else is having trouble hearing me as well, and um, you know <laughs> we'll look into the 
the microphone situation here. Uh, it looks like everything is working normally from my end, but you never know. <laughs> I, I'm not on the receiving end. So, uh, all right, second change that is proposed under the Biden campaign is a, a change in how long-term capital gains are taxed for higher earners. Now, again, this change would only take place for people uh, earning a significant amount of money, more than, than the average American. Uh, this change would be for people earning more than one uh, $1 million a year. So for those people earning over a million dollars a year, capital gains would be taxed at their regular income tax rate. And for those earners, that's 39.6% under the previous change that we just talked about. So long-term capital gains would go from 20%, where it is currently at the highest level, to 39.6% for high earners. Uh, and it looks like Trent Thompson says that he's hearing okay. Uh, Tara says that she's hearing okay. So uh, Michelle, I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that you're having trouble with the audio, uh, but it does look like it's transmitting. So, and hopefully Denny joins me here too, <laughs> momentarily. Uh, all right, so third proposed change for taxes that would impact real estate investors is Biden has proposed eliminating the step-up basis for inherited properties. Now, if that sounds like Greek to you, <laughs> uh, here's we're going to convert that to plain English. So the step-up basis for inherited properties is when you currently inherit a property from when someone dies, the cost basis for accounting purposes, the cost basis changes from whatever the original owner paid for that property to whatever its value is at the time of their death. So let's say that your parents bought a house for $50,000 30 years ago, and today it's worth a million dollars. If they were to die and pass that property on to you, the cost basis would step up to a million dollars, so its current value. So you would not have to pay capital gains taxes on the uh, appreciation on that property. Now, so that's, that's what's called the step-up basis in accounting for properties that are inherited. So Biden, uh, the Biden campaign has proposed eliminating that step-up basis. So you inherit that property that your parents bought for $50,000 30 years ago, it's now worth a million dollars. So you would actually pay capital gains taxes on that $950,000 of appreciation that's taken place over the last 30 years. So, you know, a little bit <laughs> getting into accounting speak here, but hopefully that is clarified to plain English for all of you who don't speak accounting. And it looks like Denny has... Uh, joined us here. We're going to add her in. And Edwin says that he, I'm uh, clear on the mic for him as well. All right. So that's the first three proposed Biden changes that would impact real estate investors and homeowners uh, or people who inherit properties. Uh, fourth proposed tax change that would affect real estate investors is uh, Biden has proposed limiting itemized deductions for those earning over $400,000 a year. So what he's proposed is that itemized deductions will be capped at 28% of their value, even though people earning over $400,000 a year would be paying taxes at the 39.6% uh, income tax rate. So there would be a gap there between the maximum allowed uh, deduction benefit of 28% 
versus the income tax rate that higher earners be paying, which is 39.6%. So it, it limits the value of itemized deductions, again, only for higher earners, but for those earners, it, you know, <laughs> it is a very real change. Um, now that particularly impacts higher income homeowners who are taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction, which is a, uh, you know, a big deduction for a lot of higher earners you know, with more expensive properties, higher loans, higher interest. So that would have a, a bigger impact on higher income homeowners who are currently taking advantage of that mortgage interest deduction. Uh, it's worth mentioning that this only applies to personal itemized deductions. This does not apply to business deductions or real estate expenses for real estate investors. So this is for your personal itemized deductions. This does not impact your rental properties uh, or your expenses as a real estate investor. Those are business expenses. Those are always deductible from your, your uh, gross revenue as a business. So just wanted to clarify that. All right, number five here is uh, Biden has proposed reestablishing the first time home buyers tax credit. So that would provide a uh, one-time tax credit for first time home buyers, credit of up to $15,000 for their first home purchase. Now this would be actually paid out upon the purchase of the property, it's been paid out at the settlement table, as opposed to being part of your tax return. So unlike most tax credits, tax, most tax credits, uh, are part of your tax return. This would actually come to you at the settlement table to help you uh, come up with the money to buy the house <laughs> and to buy the property. Now that is good news for people looking to house hack. And uh, if you're not familiar with house hacking, just put a little link there to a little more information. But you know, people who buy a property with the intent of renting out some of the units, for example, a, a duplex or a you know, three or four unit property, move into one unit, rent out the other units. Uh, they, if this is their first home purchase, they would be able to use this first time home buyer tax credit toward that purchase, making it potentially more affordable for them. Um, and I will also share a link to an example of someone, uh, Becky Nova, who we just interviewed a couple weeks ago right here on this podcast. She and her husband reached financial independence in less than three years, which is pretty badass. That's pretty amazing. So I'll send a link to that case study as well for her. Uh, but she, they did this with house hacking. They bought a duplex, moved into one unit, rented out the other, lived for free, used the um, used the all the savings <laughs> from eliminating their housing payment to go out and buy more real estate, more rental properties. All right, so that's five tax changes or proposed tax changes that would impact real estate investors uh, or your personal home ownership. All right, number six here is Biden has proposed raising the corporate income tax rate from 21% where it is currently to 28%. Now it's worth uh, just clarifying here that LLCs, so most real estate investors use LLCs for their real estate investing, LLCs are typically taxed as partnerships, or if you are a single owner LLC, taxed as sole proprietorships, uh, not taxed as corporations. So that is something that's worth noting here. You know, whether the corporate income tax rate would affect you as a real estate investor depends on how you structure your legal entities. Uh, and it depends on the scale at which you're investing in real estate. So this may or may not affect you. Um, 
but corporate income tax rate would be raised from 21% where it is currently to 28% under a Biden presidency. All right, so the seventh proposed tax change that would impact real estate investors uh, is Biden has proposed boosting the low income housing tax credit. So for investors who uh, put money into low income neighborhoods, many of them qualify for a tax credit, a low income housing tax credit, the Biden campaign has been very stingy with details on, on how they would boost the low income housing tax credit. So we don't know how much they would boost it or really any of the details about how they would increase that. Uh, but they have talked about making that a little bit more accessible, making it a little more valuable to real estate investors who invest in low income areas. So it's worth mentioning, but we don't have any real details on it to discuss. So I'm just going to leave it hanging out there. As a, uh, as a proposal that's uh, scarce on details. All right, the eighth and final proposed tax change that would impact real estate investors is in the change in the estate tax exemption. So we talked a little bit earlier about uh, inherited properties and some of the exchange or the uh, proposed changes to how those would be taxed. On a broader level, the Biden campaign has talked about eliminating, or I'm sorry, not eliminating, reducing the exemption on estate taxes. Right now, it's at $11.58 million. You're the first $11.58 million that you inherit uh, from your parents or, or from anyone for that matter uh, is exempt from estate taxes. If you inherit more than that, then those estate taxes kick in. So the Biden campaign has proposed reducing that exemption from 11.58 million down to, they say, around 5 million. So they have not given an exact dollar amount, but they're saying around $5 million would be the, the exempted amount from money that you inherit. So lower exemption for people who do inherit a more significant sum from their parents or, or from any other loved ones. Something to be aware of for real estate investors and you know, keep in mind that, that that can add up quickly. You know, we used that example earlier of uh, someone who has a home that their parents bought for 50 grand, you know, way, way back in the day. Now it's worth a million dollars. If you get rid of the, the step up cost basis, and then suddenly it's not such a big leap to see how, you know, a middle class person could inherit more than $5 million if you're talking about real estate that uh, does not have that step up cost basis. So that is a quick overview of some of the Biden proposed tax changes that would specifically affect real estate investors. I'll just summarize them real quick here for you before we wrap things up. So higher uh, top tier income tax rate from 37% to 39.6%. Also higher earners would start to pay 12.4% in social security taxes, again, above $400,000. Long-term capital gains taxes would increase for those earning over a million dollars a year. They would be taxed at their regular income tax rate rather than the current long-term capital gains tax rate. Uh, eliminate the step-up basis for inherited properties. Limiting itemized deductions for those earning more than $400,000 a year. Uh, you would reestablish the first-time homebuyer's tax credit, making it presumably a uh, little more affordable to buy your first home. Uh, raise the corporate income tax rate from 21% to 28%, raise the low-income housing tax credit, uh, but we don't know by how much or how that would work, 
uh, and reduce the estate tax exemption from 11.58 million down to 5 million. So yes, we talked politics today. Hopefully you know, I try to keep it as neutral as possible here <laughs> since people are very sensitive right now about politics. <laughs> so, you know, we're not trying to get political on you, just trying to talk about, you know, what kind of tax changes we might be seeing come January if we do have a new president in the White House, which according to current polls is looking likely, but you never know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen come November 3rd. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up for today. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. It helps us. And uh, also stay in touch with us. Let us know what you want us to talk about next week. We're on here every week talking about whatever it is that you want to hear. So shoot us a, uh, a message over on our, our Facebook page, Spark Rental. Drop, come to our website, message us through there. We're very easy to reach. And we look forward to seeing you next Tuesday, two o'clock Eastern, 11 Pacific. Bye now. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.